Hello to everybody out there. This is Ron, your host of Film Things with Soul Studios. We have a very special episode uh, today because I went out to L.A. and I met up with a few of my friends in the film industry that I've been working with and they've got so much experience to share. We're really lucky. So this is an extended episode with uh, Carlos Moreno and Tamar Helpern. Enjoy. Yeah! Hey, everybody! This is your host, Ron Weisberg. Welcome to Film Things with Soul Studios. I'm here today in a very special person's home, Carlos Moreno. Hello, Carlos. How are you? Hello, my brother. Good to see you. Hi, everybody. Good to be here. So, Carlos is a cool friend of mine that I met in Albuquerque at a film festival. Five years ago. Five years ago. Last weekend. Last Oh, last weekend. Wow. (laughs) Wow. How did you do that? Uh, It's Facebook. (laughs) And he's an actor, and he moved out to L.A. from El Paso. And No, you went to UNM. Yeah, Albuquerque. So, you went to UNM as an actor. Yeah. And you got into a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you were like, you know what? Never mind New Mexico <laughs> and never mind the world. I'm moving to L.A. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're uh, young with uh, thousands of dollars in your pocket, you think you're invincible because you're so young, not knowing what come, what lays ahead. But uh, I found out, you know. <laughs> yeah, you learned the, the direct in your face way. <laughs> yeah, back then yeah. when there was no none of this stuff that we're seeing in here, none of this social media, none of that. We yeah. had pagers back then. And you had to go see it for yourself and do it for yourself. And so when did you move out to here to, here to L.A.? Uh, 1996. 1996. Wow. Well, um, one of the things that we're doing this week, we're write, writing a blog, uh, Ashley... Ward, my co-host, she's usually here, Mm -hmm. um, but she's not here in L.A. with me. Um, She writes a blog, and this week it's about uh, youth actors and the importance of starting young and uh, what that means as opposed to jumping in later in the game. Right. Well, and, you know, I've taught, you know, I'm also a teacher, and um, I've been to schools with a lot of younger people, younger than I am. And one of the things that they that I've learned um, is that the younger you are, um, and if you have some training, the better chances of you landing a job because that's what they called carta blanca, carte blanche. You know, there yeah. used to be this card called carte blanche back yeah. in the eighties. So you have access to go from zero to one hundred in a super fast way. And even though you may not know acting very well you know you're still kind of green the production the producers allow you oh it's okay because you know he's still learning but if it's a tv show they can work with you and i think it's better that the younger you are and if you take your classes the more opportunities will come to you and you'll start booking yeah because people just want to see young people doing stuff right and a lot has changed though because you know like i said there was no social media back then so if you are also a social media individual, and if you have followers, um, that also is very, very healthy. I have gone through meetings, including yeah. with my production right now that I'm going through, and this is what executives and this is what people with money, investors are like. Uh, so, how many followers does this actor have? 
Seriously. Yeah, I know. I know. That's and and you know, people talk about it. Oh no, not that, that used to be how it is, but now it's going back to this and that. Well, it just makes sense that it is like that because you know, everything is a product that needs viewers to sell that product. Exactly. So if you can get the product out to more people, mm -hmm. then you're more valuable. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I have this, I'm going to say his name yet, but I'm working on this project with this rapper guy from Mexico. And um, the director um, said to me, Carlos, tell these guys, this rapper, his music video on YouTube has over 100 million views. Yeah. All of his music videos have over 100 million views. There you go. So guess what these investors said? Okay. Okay, we got that guy. So so the younger you are, and this guy is a rapper who's, I think he's like 20 years old, 19 mm -hmm. years old, yeah. very young young guy. Um, youth, he wants to cross over. So, you know, we're in talks with him, and it looks like if everything goes through, we have that capability. Again, yeah. he's young. He has a little bit of training because of his music, but he's done music videos. Mm -hmm. He understands camera. He's an entertainer. Uh, and so they're willing to give him a carte blanche. Yeah. Well, to he's come young, yes. and young people are the ones consuming content. Exactly. So at, at, the mo at the highest rate. So being young and jumping into it and training is so important. You, jump, you can jump so right. fast into the camera. And it's even better if you have a group of followers already, yeah. and then you actually do your classes you know mm -hmm. you go to acting class or you get your training yeah you're so much more valuable to hollywood and that means that you can stay here because a lot sometimes you can have your followers right but then if you don't have your training you may have that one hit wonder and that's you it got baby. lucky you got real lucky you can't sustain it yeah so if you are trained you can stay longer and that's why i think a lot of these production companies go to go to the UK and they go to Australia and they, they get these guys from over there because they're trained. Yep. And you need to, you need training. I mean, I, I'm, I still go to acting class even though I teach because I need to go, you know, I need to rehearse that muscle. Absolutely. Me too. In fact, I'm here uh, to get a lesson from you <laughs> for my audition. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's a whole different, different animal. Uh, but uh, I think the, the younger you are, the, 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 the more opportunities you have, especially if you're serious about this. Um, and also, you know, I, I always say this to, to the, the younger people is if you're not having fun, you're having work and acting is not about it should work. Be work. No, it should be, you should be like a child in a playground Absolutely. and you go, oh, 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 and just try everything and not yeah, be. You have to love what you do. There's too many people that come to me like, hey, can, when can I start making money off this? And it's like, if you're worried about making money, money off not of gonna it, work out. it's not going to work out for you because it's going to be work for you. Right. And you're not going to understand that, that it's your passion and you and, have to love doing it yeah, every and, moment. And not to put millennials down because, you know, we were, I was a young person right down and <laughs> at one point and I one and time I, I was a young kid you know, you know before I had the grays on my head I you know I would say but I want it now I want it now and guess what you you will have that opportunity where you you do book a TV show you do book a, a commercial you do book a job this is a career Ron it's a long a career haul. is is like a doctor or a lawyer you have to study I mean these people study as lawyers and doctors absolutely you even, train. even even gymnasts they go through since they start when they're kids by the time they're like 12 years old whatever they have all these these years that they've been training to do what 
every four years, there's an Olympic, right? Mm -hmm. And what they are all aspiring to get is that gold medal. So for us, it would be the Oscars or the Golden Globes, right? Uh, but they all want to get that. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of us, you know, can get there. But well, we all want this this crazy level of validation in this new age of uh, social media where instant, it's, instant gratification, it's, yeah. it's driven off of that validation and gratification and so we have this sense of needing it more and more than any other generation in the past uh, we want to be seen we want to be noticed um, but it really comes down to being in the moment in the art and in the craft and, I agree and that's how people actually yeah. notice you. The, the more you are real with your work, the more people will will be into you because yeah. you're being honest with your work. Yeah. And then it pays off. Um, uh, you know, let's just, for example, let's just put someone insane right now. Well, not right now, but he's been in the news for the last few years. Uh, Michael Jackson, all right. Okay, one of the greatest artists ever lived. Mm -hmm. He started, what, as a little boy? Yeah. Okay? And, and, and he honed his craft including prince that's another you yeah. know major mega beethoven any of the greats any of the all greats started all started young training training hard 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 having fun yeah. uh and 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 not wanting it now because it's a career so eventually you'll get there some people some people take go you know go from zero to 100 in, in an instant hey good that's fantastic some people take longer than that uh but it's a career, so we 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 are all at different paces, mm -hmm. and you should never compare yourself with well he did it or she did it, you know within this time. No 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 no. There is no time in the arts. That's your life. And the sooner you start living your life, the better your life is gonna be. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have a lot of fun. You, as you know, I mean, you yeah. heard my stories yeah. when you 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 book a guest star or uh, recurring, and you know it's fantastic. Uh, you do a big movie, you know, and, and you don't know what the hell the movie is because it has a different name. And then you find out that it's a big, big movie and you're like, what the hell? Um, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, it's, I think it's, it's really, really important to, to start. And even, even if you're like 30, which is okay, or in your 40s, I know some, you know, older actors that started when they were older because they had a different career before that. But guess what? As they start at that age, they take it seriously, man. They go off full on, full board. You know, they're not saying when is it going to come. No, it it takes it takes it takes their whatever time it is. Um, Absolutely. I mean, at that point, you know, w one of the biggest hurdles is just to be financially stable. And so these yeah. people that come to it later in life, they have a stability, stability. and a discipline yep. that is really what makes their time so much more valuable because they're so disciplined and focused that they can do a lot in a little bit of time. Right. You know? So it's yeah. kind of cool either and, way. And and you know, it seems like right now we're in that generation where you got to be like you were saying you got to be uh, liked or whatever how many people followers. followers whatever which is great hey, i have my followers you know but it's not also about looks because every every person this happened a lot in the 80s in the 80s we had like al pacino we have Meryl streep you know th those people john cazelle mm -hmm. uh, these people came um um, they were young, right? Um, but they didn't. They were not very attractive. I think what Hollywood is doing right now, my mm -hmm. brother, is they're going into that real raw 
uh, look. They're going back again. To, oh, you to, think they're going back? Yes, they're going back. Um, one of my friends used to be a producer at uh, Lionsgate. She would say, do you know why we hired another reason why we hired, you know, someone from Australia? It's because they're rugged. You know, they don't have the... Uh, what was that? What was that word? Pretty boy. Yeah, 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 but the metrosexual, metrosexual look. You know, remember there was a. So no word? Europeans. Sorry, Europeans. <laughs> no, 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 they they're like Americans don't have that. Americans have that metrosexual look with the perfect hair and this mm -hmm. and that, and they're going back to you know let's get let's get real people, uh, real real uh, actors. Well, it's it. funny because they should just look outside of of L. A. No, well, like, why do you think now that the castings that they're doing now is uh, through through video, through uh, what do you call it, taped, uh, audition. taped auditions? Yeah. Because they're trying to find that, that real actor out there. So if you have a little bit of training, you're young, you're prepared, you can do one of these tape auditions and just send it because you can do that now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I wish that it was like that. I didn't have to move from Albuquerque over here back in the day, but you can do that now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, especially with yeah. your voice as well, right? Yeah, it's the voice is another yeah. another big one. So, okay, awesome. Well, Carlos, dude, it's so good to see you. It's good to see you, my friend, as always. My ca mi casa es tu casa. I also speak Spanish. Yeah, he's <laughs> this guy is multi-talented. You should definitely hire him in your movie. I know I will uh, as soon as I make it. Um, honest truth there. You will. <laughs> I have faith. Well, that's the first half of our podcast out here in L.A. Um, awesome talking with you, brother. We'll see you hey, soon. Blessings. Yeah, hey, so that was the first half of our podcast out here in L.A. Now we are going to go into our second half. Now, I know this seems like a long podcast, but let me assure you that the second half is going to be a ramping up into some excitement because um, you will get an opportunity to find out about an audition that's happening um, with one of my friends, Tamar, who is a, a director and producer. You may notice that there's some traffic and sirens and noises outside of this podcast, sort of making the sound quality a little rough. It's because we were in her car outside of a coffee shop in the middle of Hollywood, which is a fantastic story. So without further ado, here is our second half. Yeah! Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, it's Ron Weisberg here, your host of Film Things with Soul Studios, and this is the second part of this podcast. Um, we're talking about acting at a young age, young actors that are making it, and, and the power of starting young. Um, I'm here with Tamar Helpern. Now, Tamar, hi. Hi. So good to see you. <laughs> good to see you, too. <laughs> um, Tamar is a director here and a writer here in uh, L.A., and the producer, um, creating all kinds of content, and making all kinds of moves. I was lucky enough to get cast in a Lifetime movie that you directed, mm -hmm. Killer Vacation. Mm -hmm. So that's how uh, we got connected. And it's so good uh, to be with you and to hang out with you whenever I come to L.A. I you know. have no idea. I love it. <laughs> so we're talking about young actors starting young and the power of getting into the industry. Uh, when you're young and how and what's happened to young actors along the way do you know much about that subject or not you... really i mean i could talk about a case study yeah what's a case study uh ryan simpkins 
Yeah. She's an actress that I worked with when she was 12. And she started when she was four. Wow. And she had some pretty impressive credits uh, by the time I worked with her. She'd been in Tom Ford's, um, what's it called? Not an honest man, not a singular man. You know, do you know which movie I'm talking no. about? No. Uh -uh. Car. Um, <laughs> it was a really famous movie. And he, she was also in a movie with Maggie Gyllenhaal when she was like two. Wow. Um, two years old. Yeah. Two years old doing improv. I mean, because she's two or three, um, she played her daughter. And um, so she had a pretty impressive resume. And when she came to us, we were giving her a lead role. Wow. So At that 12 was, years old. Mm-hmm. And she's gone on to do some really interesting things. Um, the, her latest biggest thing, I think, was she played the daughter of Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell in that movie where they started gambling den in their basement to pay oh, for her college great so um but you know what i like about ryan is that she's finishing up i think her third year at uc berkeley um i don't think she's studying film i believe she's studying english oh cool um she's doing her thing yeah she's following her own path yeah and she's about 21 and i and i have no doubt that she's going to continue um going on with a great career as an actor if that's what she wants to do her little brother blew up around the age of seven he was in insidious and then a bunch of like iron man three and wow um jurassic park continuation sequel so it's in the family for sure um and i think what was helpful to them is that their mom was very dedicated to helping them with it she pretty much made it her focus she was one of those good momagers. She's a great momager. Because that's that's a double-edged sword, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. But um, the kids were into it, so she kept uh, she kept at it. And so now they're adults, and now it's up to them if they want to continue. And I think um, I think Ryan's also very focused on being a director and a writer. I just got to see a short film that she did that she's not in, but she cast some really great actors. And she wrote and directed, and it's hilarious. It's not out yet, but um, I got to uh, do some editing on it just to help out because the, they just had an assembly. That's awesome. So, so she's getting into it, and she doesn't. She's not necessarily thinking that she needs to be seen, but she's more interested in the story. Yeah, I think she's really fascinated with how things work behind the camera and getting into that. And she did a great job with her first short film. Well, I think that goes to show that starting young in this industry doing anything, you sort of find your path eventually, and you sort of find what really interests you. Yeah, I was listening to the Terry Gross interview with Howard Stern recently, which I highly recommend, even if you're not a Stern fan. And he, you know, when he was a kid, his father was a radio engineer. And had a studio and worked with all these uh, radio, you know, recording voiceover for cartoons and things like that. And so, you know, being around that as a young man or as a young boy really ended up leading him to a career in radio. That's but, very cool. But redefining radio on his terms. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. I don't have that origin story as a writer, director. Nobody in my family was in the industry. Um, I come from physicists and artists. But um, writing's my first love, so I've yeah. just been fortunate that I've been able to direct, and I'm going to direct my ninth feature here in, hopefully, at the end of the summer. Wow. If 
all goes well. And that's a book I adapted. That's so, so awesome. Books have always been my first love. So it's really exciting to... So you're constantly out there looking for books to adapt? No, they um, no, they just... Uh, People so, bring you... Um, yeah, so in the case of the movie I did with Ryan Simpkins, uh, that was called Jeremy Fink and the Meaning of Life, and that was brought to me by my entertainment lawyer who was a producer on it, and I adapted it, and then they tapped me to direct. And then um, that writer, Wendy Mass, I, she said, read any of my books. You know, I loved what you did with Jeremy Fink. So read any of my books and if any of them sound like movies. So I ended up optioning a book of hers um, about a 13-year-old girl who has synesthesia. Mm -hmm. um, so she sees music and sound. She sees wow. it. Wow. Yeah. So very cinematic. She sees the, all, all the frequencies. Yes. She, she sees texture and color wow. and shape. Yeah. So, um, That's so cool. Yeah. So I've been meeting about that tomorrow um with a animation studio actually mm. that who are huge fans of the book um because i would need a co-director on that to do the per perspective yeah some cgi something like that so um and then this project came to me for one of the other producers on jeremy fink uh and it's an essie hinton novel she wrote the outsiders and rumblefish cool. and that was then this was down so so that's a, um, a novella that she wrote in the last 10 years. Um, so big shoes for me to f walk in just because Coppola did. You know, <laughs> yeah, so I'm a little bit intimidated by that. But, um, I, you know, we're in the process of looking for cast right now to play the two. One of the, There's two lead males that are 21, and then we're going to age them up to be 26. So, okay. Um, you know, that's been an interesting um, search because, you yeah. know, at 21, or if you look 21, so maybe 22, 23, 24, you right. still may not have, be on people's radar to find you. Right. Um, or have had the experience. Um, it's still young. 20s is young. Mm -hmm, very young. So it's not as easy as you'd think to find cast who can play 21, and but also are somehow available to you. Yeah, and, and on another note, people that have names at in their 20s are not as available, right? Right. Oh, sure. So you yeah. sort of have to find new stars. We wanted to do that anyway because, um, you know, the Outsiders established careers for so many male actors who and female, um, Diane Lane as well. It, uh, the Outsiders established so many um, opportunities for relatively unknown actors, um, Diane Lane and Matt Dillon and Patrick Swayze and Tom Cruise, wow. you know, they were and Ralph Macchio, they were all in that, even Leif Garrett and Tom Waits, you know, it, it's kind of crazy when you think about who was in there um, and what they ended up doing. So it, it's been an interesting um quandary for us so we don't we looked at you know known actors and they're just so busy you know the, the some of the top ones like timothy chalamet and, oh yeah you know people so like expensive. that well that too but i i do think that given this project people would maybe back off on the on the fees in order to play the lead and this mm -hmm. is just because it's sc hinton yeah but um We've decided to go a different route, which I'm really excited about, which is to bring in unknowns for the two leads, but cast some of the older roles with 
say a Diane Lane or a Matt Dillon. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of my top picks from that group cool. um, for the characters. And so use those cast attachments and go from there. That's awesome. Uh, you know, it's, it's such a cool uh, process and a process that nobody outside of Hollywood really understands. And so just to hear an inside scoop on a process like your feature film is really interesting to me. Oh, cool. And I'm sure interesting to anybody listening. Um, in, in New Mexico, for example, we don't really get that insider look at things. Yeah, and if there are any um, actors at your school, um, this is, um, we are looking for, you know, I guess the next Matt Dillon, the next Patrick Swayze. I mean, that's a tall order. But um, somebody who can play 21, in this case, it, it, they are Caucasian. Um, handsome devils handsome would be wonderful but they don't have to be drop dead like they just have to have something about them that's really that um that depth and that uh je ne sais quoi je ne sais quoi charm mm -hmm. yeah so definitely if you want send me a breakdown of some characters and i will uh you know we definitely put out a lot of casting calls through the school great and i can totally do that I'm sending myself an email right now <laughs> absolutely you heard that everybody it happened on this podcast possibly now somebody at soul acting academy will get to audition for this feature film so that to me is really cool <laughs> it's great for me too because we are hiring a casting agent oh that's the other thing is that they want them to be new york actors they have to be new york actors we're shooting upstate and they're trying to work with local you know more locally oh so okay so, so somebody from so new mexico somebody, well if you're from new mexico and you have a buddy that you could stay with because a lot of times we would put, be putting you up upstate so you, you need just, a friend upstate. You got to be get yourself to New York City. You got to get yourself to New York City and put yourself up, or you no. guys. No, we because we're going to be shooting upstate, so okay, you wouldn't so have you to have, put yourself up while we're shooting. But if in between on days off, you have a buddy in New York City. You would need a couch. Yeah. Also, couchsurfing.com. There's other ways of doing it. You've got to get creative. You got to get smart in this industry and maximize your resources. Right. We're talking about being young actors, so... Yeah, you're talking about being young actors that have to That's... maximize and be smart to navigate the yep. industry of madness. Yeah. Um, the entertainment industry. Yeah, and I think being young is a great time to do it because you have that kind of flexibility of, yeah, I'll go stay on someone's couch to get a job. And health. And health and vim and vigor and energy and... Absolutely. No mortgage, no kids. All those yeah. things that make making decisions d different mm -hmm. well cool thank you so much tamar i'm glad it was helpful this was such a cool conversation for me even if nobody else appreciates it i didn't even, <laughs> i didn't know we were talking about young actors oh yeah i kind of just dropped that on you yeah that's okay <laughs> which is funny because i have a couple projects that star and i've i've directed kids a lot too cool and i love working i mean talking about kids you know i yeah. worked with a three-year-old a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old on a short yeah and that short still gets played that's awesome it's been going it's been like 10 in festivals or are you a short invited, film channel or? no i've never sold it to a channel but it gets played in festivals it got invited to like 40 because it's kids or it's a yeah. cool idea too yeah it's called death taxes and apple juice and it's about two little girls filing their taxes and having an that's existential crisis funny 
So it's just done really well. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, uh, we definitely shoot with kids at the, at the school as well. I, I just shot this Roses Are Blue movie. I'll send it to you. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. It's yeah. fun. I love kids because they don't, they're not self-conscious. Yeah, well, they're already in that open spirit state. Yeah, which is really, really fun to work with um, when actors can maintain that. Yeah, definitely. So to all you adults out there, it's about finding and tapping into your inner child. And to all your children out there, sometimes it's about being more mature. S stay gold, children. <laughs> stay, stay gold. gold. <laughs> um, yeah, so awesome seeing you. Thank yeah, you so much. My pleasure. So this is Ron and Tamar signing off. Yeah.